It's time to decide. You must choose your subscription box. Do you want fluffy, fuzzy things? Do you want a watch that you'll barely even wear? How about more collectibles to fill the shelves in your room? No! You don't want that. You want horror movies, and you want them on DVD. No, you want them on Blu-ray. Well, buddy, it must be an omen, because here I am, and here's HorrorPack.com. Join HorrorPack.com for $19.99 a month and get three killer DVD movies plus one exclusive. Or join up for $24.99 a month and get three Blu-ray blood soakers and an exclusive each month. There, now you've made up your mind. Or I have. HorrorPack.com for the best scare anywhere. Uh, go. Here, where, where am I going? I want to make sure the recorder's going. Oh. That's important. A little bit. You want it to be recording. Just a touch. It's always a tricky thing <laughs> Hey, can thing you come back next weekend while I should do it for real? <laughs> Welcome to another Team Reality the Podcast. This week we talk to Daniel Goldberg, frontman of Citizen Gold. Great little jazz funk band, uh, a little swing thrown in there. Talk to him about how he gets into it and whatnot, and a bunch of other stuff. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Team Reality the Podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye. Hey, Chris. Hello. Hey, Dan. Hey, Larry. Hello. Hey. <laughs> hey, so, as you can hear, we have another Most third. exciting intro in podcast history. Could be worse. Next to last week's. Yeah. Hey, so, how you doing? <laughs> could be worse. What you got for us today? I didn't bring shit. <laughs> I didn't bring nothing. So, today, we have fellow co-worker and, um, I guess, front man and singer. We can bury that fellow co-worker business. We don't have to be. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> I wouldn't have known him. This takes the edge off. It's like, here's a young musician that you should have heard of that you hadn't heard of. Because you suck. It's your fault for not knowing. <laughs> and you don't go to any But he still has enough. to pay bills because nobody pays musicians enough. No, no, nobody wants to know about that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when we, we talk about filmmaking. We By the way, we you actually have to pay us to be here. Oh, <laughs> shit. Well, it's like when we talk about filmmaking. That was a great show, guys. Hi, all. <laughs> we never talk about... Yeah, when we have time and when we can do this and when we can do that, it's always like, yeah, well, we're making movies and blah, 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 blah. So, like, you know, during the day when I'm at work and I'm, I'm jotting down notes on my on my post-it notepad, like, yeah. nobody wants to hear about, oh, oh, you're not really a real filmmaker. You're just some dude with a camera that goes out on weekends and shoots shit and sticks it together next weekend. Ew. You shoot shit? And then sticks it together. You can't get an actor. So, uh, it's uh, Daniel Goldberg. That yeah. is my name, yes. Yeah. Daniel Goldberg, frontman, uh, main lead singer of the seven-piece band. I guess you would say jazz, soul, funk. We call it Electric Soul. Electric Soul. 
Citizen Gold. Yeah, man. How you how you doing? Yeah, doing okay, man. You know, surviving. Good. Yeah. Except for the not being able to pay the bills part. Right. <laughs> well, you know, that's the part of surviving. Yeah, yeah it's, true. This is the uh, not paying and then trying to pay and then the, you know you gotta gotta do the shuffle. Gotta figure out which one you can get away with for longer. It's like oh, you know, I don't have to pay that one right away. I'll pay this one first and then you know. So yeah, I'm just doing the the bill shuffle every every month, just like the rest of us. I can man. live without internet for three days. It's fine. <laughs> I got a DVD. <laughs> well, hey, as long as you have your cell phone, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. And you, as long as, as you keep that on too, right? You gotta make sure you. <laughs> or like like Dunkin' Donuts or something. Go drag my computer over to the Starbucks. <laughs> I've seen people bring ones like you got. They set up on a table and they hunker down for the day. No like, one likes that guy. Though. No, nobody <laughs> likes that guy. And you just kind of stare at him. You're like, why did you bring your entire desktop, dipshit? Because I don't have a laptop. Then, then don't stay home. Yeah, we just discussed this. I got three days. Until I mean, I get if you've got like back. a if you've got like a Mac Mini or something, you know, then go ahead by all means. You know, go yeah, at least that's, that's not a big you know deal. that's you know small small enough. No, I, mean, I do I, I do have an iMac, but <laughs> you have you know, a laptop. Yeah, too. then there you go. An iMac works. No. I feel like, you know, if, if you walked in with an just iMac... Just because you don't like it doesn't mean you don't have it. If you walked in with an iMac, it wouldn't be that bad. But if you've got a big old tower and all, and like dual monitors and all that, like... Stay at home, man. Just set up your whole thing. You know, one of those huge alienware machines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're setting it Six up. external you, hard drive. You've got your... Uh, <laughs> That's what I have at home, so yeah, I'm not bringing that in. You've got your, fl- <laughs> your flying set up. You bring it in. What are you right- doing, man? Practicing no, flying. He's got the race car set up with the pedals on yeah, the floor. Yeah. Steering wheel. It moves. <laughs> Takes him six hours to set it up. Gets about five minutes to play. Okay, we're closing. Shit. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. I'll be back tomorrow. In those D theater chairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sir, you're really making that $2 cup of coffee stretch, aren't you? We're going to require you to buy a bagel. <laughs> yeah, or two. <laughs> so, um, how'd you get started with the... Citizen Gold. With the band, well, it was kind of the natural progression. I wanted to start making music, and I uh, had a friend of mine who was a producer. Hit him up. He made a song. I liked what he did. I started singing on it, and then uh, I was like, you know what? I'd like to hear more of is more horns, because I love horns. So you're a horny kind of guy? I'm a horny kind of guy. Yeah, I love them. They just sound amazing, and I've always kind of wanted to do a fusion of like old and new uh, it's always been a dream of mine, and uh, I don't know. I it just sort of came together in a, like I said, a very natural way, and it just hit up musician after musician, and they kept saying yes, and I kept being surprised that they said yes, but they said it, so it's like, all right, I must be doing something, and before you know it, we had a whole album. I don't know, man. It, it just kind of happened in a blur, really. Well, how long did it take? I mean, truthfully, it took us about two years to get our first album done. Um, it didn't ever feel called. like it. Electric Soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's sort of the introduction to our sound right and what we're there. trying to do. And we're working on our next album already. Oh, yeah? I'm excited about that. Yeah. We've been working on that for about a year or so. And probably another year worth of work on that one. And yeah, and then you did have a, a little live thing come out. Yes, uh, yeah. We only released, got a few songs on it, though. Yeah, we released two live tracks that we recorded at Stanwood Studios, which is a new studio in Atlanta. Very happy with those recordings, and I think it's really good for people to hear what we sound like live, and hear that we can actually pull off what we do on the on the album, you know, in person. 
check both of those out and come see us. Especially if you have a venue that needs a band. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, or uh, anything, really. Wedding, your, anything. Uh, well, there's you, that. Bar mitzvahs, weddings. If you, if you, if you have... No, not bar mitzvahs. Funerals? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Books I don't think anybody would want us at a funeral. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe a funeral party. Wake. Where, there's a wake, yeah. Yeah, some people do like to have... These days, that happens more and more. People do have parties. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... That's what know. I want. But pretty Which much everybody if, just throw uh, one anyway. Yay, he's dead. <laughs> If somebody wants to pay me to do the job of being a musician, then you know they can pay me. So, hit us up, find us on uh, social media, Citizen Gold Music, or if you're a Twitter fan, which you know, kind of disappointed that you are, but we're there. It's City Gold Music. Darling, 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 why you wasting my time? I'm not stupid, baby. I see the sign. You're playing tricks on me. Get out my mind. You don't own my heart. Just cause you're City Gold Music, because Citizen Gold Music was too many characters. Because Twitter... C-I-T-I Gold? Yeah. Because Twitter's annoying, and they're like, you can only have this many characters as your username. It's like, why? Yeah. Well, it's because of the war. They're having to ration. (laughs) (laughs) We just don't have enough characters! We gotta ration our characters. (laughs) Tell them to use the space bar less. (laughs) It's like, you have to make a confusing name that no one will ever remember. You know? And then you have to, like... Because now everybody's going to... All that that hassle to get your little certified check mark. Oh, yeah. That's annoying. Oh, yeah, I got to do that. I should should send a letter going, like, who's going to pretend to be me? (laughs) Me. Like, "Eh, he's got a point there, (laughs) Chuck. You have to prove to Twitter that you're worthy of a check mark. Are you important? Yeah. And that's, you know, everybody's important in their own mind, right? Isn't that kind of how it works? No, I'm actually completely unimportant in my mind. 
Somebody out there thinks I'm important. And see, that's... But she's not here right now. <laughs> Neither one of them. Aw. Your mom loves you, doesn't she? Larry? We're not talking about my mom. <laughs> so, uh, so like we, I said, your seven piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got horns, uh, of course, the guitar, mm-hmm. yep. bass, you drums. You just asking for a rundown. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, when what... Or you could mention uh, some of the other people and they could have their names put on the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go right ahead. Yeah, I mean, how many like, as jealous? Now. Yeah, because <laughs> you know they're gonna be all well, like, shunning you and shit next time. Well, you, you know, no, you got to be on the podcast. We I didn't mean, get to be on the podcast. No, I mean, honestly, <laughs> well, they asked to be in the ring. The way we work, truthfully, is it's I'm I'm pretty much the front man of the band. I do a lot of the writing, and it's virtually a solo project with other musicians that play. You know, and with contribute. me and contribute. Yeah. And there's more consistent members, but. uh you know, um, it kind of it can vary from time to time when it comes to setups. But generally, yeah, we try to have two horns, a sax and a trumpet, a uh, bass player, guitar, drums. And then we have a DJ usually on stage with us as well. So, yeah. To scratch your tunes? Yeah, well, we have, you Don't know. Throw down sick beats. Don't you know anything? Well, you have to understand that there are some of those songs that we sick. did that had 26 to 30-something parts going on oh shit so i can't afford to pay that many people to be on stage so there's certain mm. parts of Show it up at the bar. and if you're at like eddie's attic you can't fit that many people <laughs> exactly. on stage exactly. Well, no, exactly all the patrons have to be on the stage the man gets to sit in the so yeah so we, we had to you know i didn't we know we're to... coming here to see earth wind and fire God damn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so you know we do it our modern way and we kind of have some we cheat a little bit we have some of the tracks that are you know, played by the DJ and queued up, but that's not exactly yeah. cheating. Yeah, I mean, Slipknot even does that now. Well, people, too. Everybody, and they does. got nine it's, freaking people. Well, like so Pink Floyd's done it since the early seventies. That's true too. Yeah, I mean, a lot of great bands definitely have done it, and uh, I think it, in a lot of ways it helps too because it makes your band super tight. I mean, your name's like, not Cab Calloway, so right. <laughs> yeah, we know. Well, I had to change I mean, it for legal reasons. Yeah. You know, my dream, though, is to one day have it be like sort of a modern big band situation where you have a bunch of people with modern instruments and like modern dancing, but with that kind of big band style. So that's my hope one day. It's really, it's it's kind of humorous because what you play is like modern swing and that phase has come on again. And it's it's not a postmodern swing. It sounds cooler. (laughs) Yeah. And... uh, but you can swing dance to it is what I'm saying but what was really funny is when the swing craze came back they were all playing like squirrel nut zippers and stuff they were all playing the old style so you guys have taken that and you could actually restart that craze again if you could get a little more popular which would you'd like because you could line your pockets but uh, not just that. I mean, you know, it's what I love to do. Yeah, then of course, I would, then you'd be. I would there. like to do it as a career, and and you know, yeah, be yeah. respectable and not be the guy. that's like, hey, I'm a musician. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> oh, like I get for saying I'm an actor. <laughs> yes, <exactly>. Oh, <laughs> I'm so, sure you are. Fucker. Well, you really do. Well, <laughs> I go through your house and sell all your shit. <laughs> but I, uh, I would go like anywhere if you go anywhere near the city. You're likely to run into some guy in a parking lot somewhere handing out cards and CDs and like we were in a band and we knew. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There's a lot of competition, you know, and there's 
there's there's a lot of access these days, which is a beautiful thing. You know, it's, it makes it a lot easier for people to start, but it also makes it harder because you just you so many so many people that you're competing with, and a lot of the times it doesn't even come down to the quality of music you make or you know how knowledgeable you are. It just comes down to being able to convince somebody to give you money to grow your grow your band. You know, which is. That. That's where the stage where I'm at right now is we just trying to do some, that. One of the same things that filmmakers suffer from is that so many people have access to a certain level of being able to produce their own stuff. Yeah. That, you know, anybody can be out there saying, oh, yeah, I'm a filmmaker. And what he's got is an iPhone and, a, and an app that lets him cut stuff together. And okay. you got a lot of people who sit home and they have GarageBand or whatever program they're using and they're mixing loops together and putting stuff over it. And yeah, I'm a musician. This is our album and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. people kind of get, yeah, they, it loses its meaning. Oh, yeah. Well, for a, a musician little... used to be a guy with an instrument who has musical knowledge, who can put together a song. Yeah. And now it's just like this unemployed jackass in his basement. <laughs> has too much time on his hands in GarageBand and uh, I made an album. Well, weirdly enough, and that started kind of, and this is no knock on the artist I'm going to mention because I actually like a lot of his stuff, but that started with Moby. And then a lot of well, a lot of other electronic slash EDM guys heard it. And then you got people like Skrillex, who was literally the guy in the basement. Well, what they're doing, those people are doing is much different than what I'm describing. Though. Yeah, but it's they're the same kind pre, of... They're not using pre-generated loops. No, they're, they're creating but it's the same kind of idea. They're literally sitting in a dark basement with a bunch of computers and going, let me listen to this, and let me listen to that, and let me listen to this. All right, now let me figure out how these are going to sound good together, and let me cut it and... Well, what those cut people are doing, though, and they're, they're creating sounds yeah. and, and specifically for what they're doing they're they're generating music in a different way right yeah. but but they're not you know like i said using prefabricated stuff and just mixing it together in different ways and putting it out yeah. there and saying here's my album you know but like, it's like we do <laughs> but it's pseudo similar just for the fact that it's literally some just random guy just doing it and then they become these huge monsters because but they're not the ones for, they're not devaluing no, no, no. the right. title of musician. Right. right. No, but you're absolutely right that there is that. There are so many people that can just go down to their basement, make a song, and be like, hey, I'm a musician, and you know, yeah. terrorize their friends with it. Yeah, here's my CD. Then Listen gets, to my CD. <laughs> right. Then it gets to the point where... it be $20. Are you out of your mind? It gets what? to the point Joel. where you... When you're actually doing it legitimately and somebody... Terrorizing your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're trying to do it legitimate, and then you tell your friends, and it's like... Oh, that's so cute. They're, yeah, they're, they don't even take it seriously. And that's why, honestly, when I first meet people, I'm not usually very vocal Ooh. about being in a band or, or doing any of that stuff. I kind of like to get to know somebody first, and then I'll be like, yeah, I do music. Oh, really? You know, it's because, uh, like, to me, it also bothers me when you, like, when there's somebody walking around and just, like, the first thing they do is, I'm a musician, you know, or, or I'm this. Yeah. You know? it's just yeah. Like, well, I mean, we used to I, get that a lot, too, because we would make films and whatnot. And people you know, would say, oh, yeah, we made this movie. You should go check it out. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. And in their head, it was like, you know, we're sitting there with Star Wars action figures making little... Yeah. Like we're doing those Lego movies. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And are doing something really, you know, stupid and cute and we're yeah. having yeah. fun. It's, and, like, oh, it's adorable. And it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't really until like, you know, Hamlet that we, that people actually... Well, said, oh, Hamlet is what did it for us. We won an award for this movie we did called What Hamlet Said. 
Yeah. But it really wasn't until that that somebody, you know, people said, oh, shoot, you know, they're actually doing something. Yeah. I mean, we're not, not Spielberg. You know, Disney Plus is not going to come calling anytime soon. Don't but you can if you like, yeah. Disney Plus. <laughs> I know you can't see the smile, but I got a big grin on my face. Well, but you put together a show, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you'll have to put it on in late night. Bye. <laughs> but I don't think you're in need. That, that's what of a need right now. <laughs> no matter where you come from, no matter what you've done, no matter which way you choose, we all love the condos. Because, like you said, that that makes even your friends, who aren't supposed to be your friends, say, oh, okay, so you're actually doing this, you know? Yeah. When somebody well, outside been... of your friend group is like, this is good, you know? Yeah. Then they're like, oh, this is this is actually good. Because a lot of people won't, won't even look at it. Right. I mean, they'll be supportive, like, oh, yeah, way to go. Great, yeah, great they'll job. Yeah, they'll give you the blah, thumbs blah, blah. up and the pat on the back. And, and they, they never uh, viewed it. But they yeah. never actually Happened look at it. Because this is, yeah. Absolutely. You're like, oh, you see that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think our, our song, Let's Dance, which is our first release, it we did really well on YouTube, and then when I finally sent it in to uh, 99X, when 99X had first come back, they did a local thing, and they would do it they every Sunday night. Again? Yeah, they would do some locals only stuff at, like, Sunday night at, like, 8 p.m., you know, and they some of their favorites, they'd keep playing. So they, they took our song, and they played it, which, you know, was a huge emotional moment for me, because... As a kid, that's what I grew up listening to all the time, you know. And you and you see that. Oh yeah, I listen so to it. It's cool that, to and have every it on. Pick, you know, where you have like a movie about Elvis or whoever. Mm-hmm. That that's just one of the things that's always there. The first time they hear their music on the radio. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a cool moment. Yeah, sure. when uh, when I went on the air out in Alabama, the station at first was trying to be like ninety nine X, and then of course it just revamped back into a college station. Right. But I mean, I went there and when I came back. It was Power 99. Didn't that come second? No, that was before. Yeah, Power I went, it was Power 99. I came back, it was 99X. Literally, mm. yeah. over a week. I think <laughs> it was like that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe. I never. I never one of them ended. Without, was it 99X or? Either one. Yeah. Well, he's a. Well, he, he stopped when, listening when to music. When they started, 
I was listening to Z93 yeah. at the time because they had become the classic oldies, the, the classic rock station. Yeah, the Z90. And 96 Rock had switched over to being the contemporary rock station. Right. Yeah. 97 was off my radar. Right? Yeah. It was, yeah, see, I was... And then by the time... I would listen to all three of them. Z93 became, what, Dave FM? Dave FM. 96 Rock became... Whatever the... Fuck it became basically it's Q100 now. And then, basically, it's yeah, I think, I think 97, yeah, 97 like one's the river now, and they yes. well, now they've been the river for a while, but they before that, they were not, they were Fox 97 one. Well, they were the oldies, oldies station, they, yeah, and then they became the right. you know, classic rock station. But by that time, I had an iPod, yeah, so totally, totally fair. No, I'm, I, um, I'm an ex, I'm similar. a serious XM guy. When I get in the radio, when I get the radio, when I get in the radio. <laughs> well, there are, there are people who do this to the radio. Oh yeah, otherwise Absolutely. they'd be completely because, gone. But the thing is, it's a different culture now because it's all singles. There's no reason to put out an album anymore. No, put out your single, put it on iTunes, get it on the radio. Next time you have a good song, do the same thing. Yeah, there's not going to be a B side anymore. No. Yeah, yeah, no, you have to make sure that everything you put out now is, is good. That's what, that's what Weird Al did. He said, <laughs> which I'm is done putting out albums. He says, I will put out songs digitally, and you know, when something comes up that I want to do, I'll do it and put it out there, and there there you go, take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, I'll, see you on, I'll see you on tour. Yeah. It is really cool today because of the fact that it is so easy to just put a song out there, get it on major platforms. And, you know, have it out there for people to listen to. And it does make it better because you're right. It, it takes the pressure off of making an album. But for me, I like albums personally still. And I think there's people who feel the same way as I do. Oh, yeah. And it's starting to become a thing that people are getting back into. You know, the idea of having, you know, something that tells a story consistently mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, has an overall arching theme to it. I think that works. But you're right that there is not going to be an album filled with, you know, four songs that the band loved and no one else, you know? Yeah. You're not going to get that yeah. anymore. You're absolutely right. But, I mean, that's how we used to do it. I mean, Hey Jude is not on an album. It's right. released as itself. Right. Like I said, times change and we're yeah. back to that now. Well, everything's sick, cyclical. Mean, and, and at this point, too, it's, sort of, it'll be it's over- sort of the wild, wild west. I mean, there's really no right or wrong way to do things it's just about finding your consistent way that you're going to do it and sort of finding your fans by trying to maintain consistency and that is the toughest part is maintaining consistency with like posting and all of those other aspects that come with it now because you know i can't just be a musician anymore i have to be a promoter i have to be a t-shirt salesman i have to Basically do everything, and that's mm-hmm. something that you didn't used. It didn't used to be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just be a band, make some music, and go play shows, and, and that's it. And you know? the record company did everything. And then else. somebody came in and, and helped you. <laughs> but record companies are going to be superfluous at some point. And they realize it too. Well, and that's why they're actually in the process of of creating. A, it's a big piece of legislation for music about copywriting. And essentially, they're going to make it so that unless you're like a major radio, you won't have copyrights to play other people's music. Like, I won't be able to to put my song on your podcast without you having to have basically a license that allows you to play my music, which is very frustrating because for us, that means basically... That means you get less ears on your music. Exactly. 
and it's less That's opportunity stupid. for you to grow to come come up. So like you know, there's a gradual thing you have to do, right? You got to go on the the smaller podcast and just get your message out there to whoever you can and then you grow you know and that's kind of the great natural progression of it all but they're basically no, you close that small, so good <laughs> well no i mean i obviously wouldn't be here if i didn't think you guys were doing something right you know honestly like i just it's kind of well we're doing something yeah we're, yeah. we're doing what you're we doing do something. the way it needs to be done <laughs> you're doing yes it. You're doing it, and that's what matters, and you're consistent with it, which is good. So, but uh, just saying that that you're not going to be able to do that exactly in the next couple of years if this legislation does happen, which is a scary thought. No, is that just for signed bands or unsigned bands? It's basically because if you're an unsigned band, I mean that would prohibit you from doing anything. Yes, so it, it is. It's for everybody because basically what's going to happen is you're going to put. You submit your music, right? Because you want to be on Spotify, you want to be on all these other platforms, and then basically it takes a like a you know a fingerprint of your song, and then basically now they have bots that can scrub for those mm-hmm. fingerprints. So if it shows up on your podcast, you'll get a notification like, "Hey, you don't have right to play this because you don't have this specific license that you have to buy from the U.S. government." But once you buy that license, you can play my music as much as you want. So it's it's a very weird thing, and they're selling it to a lot of musicians as a way for you to get more money, but for, they're not for streaming and stuff. But they're not. But we're not going to see that. You're not going to see that because no. because the money for the license goes to the government. Right. Exactly. So it's not so, going to so benefit us. It's actually it cuts, cuts the. It makes it the major people who are not on a record label out of the picture. It, yeah, it, it makes it makes the major labels the kings again, which is what so they. Does that apply to your own website? If you put up a website and you put your music on your website, they can scrub through your, the I, contents of your website. And say, hey, you don't have. I don't think so. If it's yours I mean, and it's on your website, then that shouldn't be an issue, as far as I know. It shouldn't be. It's when it comes outside of your stuff that it becomes an issue, which is. This is another way for them to close. That's okay. Know. They give us a letter. Give us a letter. We'll just tell them as your partner. <laughs> yeah, we'll I'm, I'm certainly not going to come after you for playing it. We'll know? just we'll just give everybody one percent that comes on the show. <laughs> Half a percent. How many percents do you have in your company? Thousands. <laughs> Thousands Hundreds of, of billions. <laughs> shares. They're shares. They're not. They're not percentages. They're <laughs> yeah, shares. they're shares. We're going to share this with you. <laughs> hey. We're up to 40,000 shares. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah. phenomenal. I saw you guys had like 40-something 40, 40 thousand total downloads or something, which is great. It, well, that's what they say. There's probably we have, more or less. We have no we really no We really don't know. It's they keep, We don't want to pay. They keep making the statistics better and better, and every time they do, it gets just more and more, more weird. Bobbling. Yeah. Because there's like, they have their, like hits, and then they have downloads. Yeah. So yeah. hits is if they just click, oh, hey, and then move on. I guess. That's what it's got to be. It's I like, oh, they've got a new one. I'll have to I'll have to mark that for later. I can, And then we don't know if there's a difference between if they stream it from the podcast or actually download it. Mm-hmm. If downloads only counts people who actually download it, or is it everybody who's listened to it? Or, well, if it's everybody yeah. who's listened to it, then I can one tell you. every week is Marissa. In my mind, it's like, if it's a download, it's an actual download. Yes, and I and I think that's probably what they mean. And a hit is probably like what he said, where it's like they landed on your page, 
and they listen to it for a little bit or something. Well, you know? I mean, it could be like I just said. They land on it. They go, oh, there it is. No, Save. So they can go back to it later. Right. Because if it's people who... Because not everybody's going to download it. If hits... Exactly. If hits include people who stream it, we're doing pretty good. Hmm. If, it could be if, that, too. If the downloads are people who are streaming it, we should have packed this in two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have done that anyways. But... Hey, well. All right, so we're going to stop for a minute and uh, get a breather in, uh, smoke some weed, uh, eat some dog food, because it's all I got. Uh, mm. uh, so, uh, cue music. And there you have it, another episode of the Team Ramblings Podcast, done and done. I hope you really enjoyed it. I do like talking to Daniel. He's a lot of fun, plus he works with me. All right, so for Chris, Marissa, in parentheses, rest of the group, I'm Larry saying, tune in next week for something else. Maybe. Bye. <laughs> what is going on? I have no idea. It's okay, neither do we. Yeah, we never have. Hey, everybody. Larry here from Achieving Reality, the podcast. So you've missed the last few episodes, have you? That's cool. We got you covered now. That's right, Achieving Reality the Podcast is now on Spotify. Nice, right? So, now you can listen to us on Podbean, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, and Spotify. We're growing and growing. I mean, wow. Follow us on Facebook and give us a listen on all of our new platforms and our old platforms. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Achieving Reality the Podcast. See you soon. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality. The po- Wow. Can you tell it's a holiday? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.